Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from us. What's happening over there, Gordon? I'm hanging in there. How you doing today, Jake? Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm solid. Austin looks pretty chipper. Yeah, Austin seemed to be in a good mood while we were chatting before the show. You got more energy now that you... Uh... That you were so busy on home improvements last week that you now feel like, okay, this is fun. Well, uh, some of that is true, yeah. <laughs> but why would he have more energy after a week like that? It feels like you'd have less energy. And that's a really good point, actually. I mean, you'd yeah. have more en- energy after laying on a beach in some <laughs> tropical island, right? But uh, if you're at home, you know, what Austin was doing a bunch of stuff. He was like okay. building a barn. You know, you don't get but, rest but, from well, that. Well, that. That's the physical side. I'm talking about the mental side. Oh, now, I see. The physical <laughs> see. side, yeah, you get tired, but mentally he's charged up and I ready see. to go because he doesn't want to swing another hammer. He doesn't want to screw another screw. He doesn't want to, uh, you know— uh, redo twice a ceiling fan. So, or so two of them. Let, two me, of them. let me let me get this straight. Let me see if I can sum up what you're asking here. You're asking if Austin appreciates us more, meaning that uh, working with us is better than doing manual labor at home. Well, the standard is pretty low, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> okay, is saying. that what you're getting at? Right. I mean, right. do we get a, an amen from that? Yeah, I do feel a little more uh, mentally energetic. Yeah. Physically, I aged seven years (laughs) in those six days. So hanging out and working with us, better than installing a ceiling fan. Most of, most of the time. Most of the time. 450 okay. every day, I'll have a different answer. <laughs> Again, Gordon, I think you set a little bit of a low bar, but hey, I'll take the W, right? I'll take the win. <laughs> yeah, but how many people do you know who actually really look forward to coming to work because it's better than staying at home? Well, not Austin. <laughs> so that's one out. Okay, better than staying at home when you're working at home. Well, I guess Austin just established that this is better than in, installing a ceiling fan. But I do. Okay, did you create this to-do list, or did you get some help from uh, uh, your beautiful bride? Uh, honest, hand, hand to heaven, honest. It was all me. Really, it was all the stuff that I've just put off and put off and put off, and, and I said it. enough of it. It was the stuff that when you would stir at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, you would start thinking about that you hadn't get, gotten it done yet. A- absolutely. So yeah. more peace of mind. Oh, I do feel I do feel like so much weight is off my shoulders now. Well, you do have a big event coming up. So. That is true. Yeah. So getting rid of some of that stress probably not the worst thing in the world. Kind of what kicked me into gear, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it has <laughs> we have tendency. another human to take care of coming. It has uh, a tendency to do that. Let me tell it just you. gets busier and busier, so you might as well get as much done oh, good. as you that'll, possibly can. That, that'll make me not want to quit. What about you, Gordon? How are you doing? <laughs> you quit your job or quit, no. <laughs> <laughs> quit having kids? The job that matters, yeah. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing fine. I mean, I'm I'm busy with some home projects as well. Um, Except for you're not doing them. Yeah, but there's a lot of decisions to make. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And you know what? I know what you were doing today. And I'll I'll tell you this. I don't enjoy it either. But comparing that to what Austin did last week, I don't think is applicable. I don't What, folding laundry? No, he was picking. Can we say that? Picking out carpet? Well, my. (laughs) Wow, what a hard job. Well, it is. There's lots of decisions to yeah. make. And I actually enjoy it uh, for a bit. 
Nope. But but then but then I'm like, okay, I mean, we got ten things going on at once right now, and you know, so am I going to be helpful in getting the tasks actually done? Hell no. Oh, see, this is the, this is just you laying the groundwork to get out of something you don't want to do, which I which I totally get. But don't play the, well, I enjoy it, uh, <laughs> but what am I really contributing? Do you ever have anybody do anything, Austin, or do you do everything yourself? Uh, I get I get help. Like my grandpa helped me hang the ceiling fan when I had finally done so much damage that I needed someone with a brain to come in and help. <laughs> and my buddy came and helped me with the other one. But I did most of it. If I can do it, I'm gonna do it. I'm not. You know, I stand in in nothing but amazement with that. I I, I respect that so much. I wish I could do that. You could. I could I really? Yeah. I watched a YouTube video, yeah. fella. I, I was talking to I Gordon. haven't been to school. <laughs> I was talking to Gordon about <laughs> this on the way. You go to carpenter school. <laughs> I was talking to Gordon about this on the way out the door. Thanks to you uh, yesterday. Thanks to YouTube, the excuse of I'm just I just don't know how is no longer exists. It, exactly. it doesn't exist anymore. Right. So yeah. those of us that have leaned on that for years really don't have that to lean on anymore because you can find uh, just about any how-to on YouTube. Our, our friends at Any Hour Services, Mike, he does a ton of them himself. Yeah, but just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you can do it right. People show you pretty down to the detail, Gordon. Have you ever watched one of these videos? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty... Remember those, uh, remember those books, whatever, for dummies, you know? Plumbing for dummies. Yeah, a good friend it, of mine wrote one of those. Well, it's even simpler than that. I mean, they're they're like here. It look at what this dummy. Doing. No, like, it we doesn't. talked about we talked about this last night. Leaving the show, you can't lay carpet. You can lay carpet. I've laid carpet. It's yeah, a, but it's very and what easy. You say no, no, no. But that has nothing. You said to, it was like no, walking has, on glass. No, I said that that has nothing to do with skill. My whole point of bringing that up to you is some things that uh, you know what I'm just I'm gonna pay somebody to do because it's the worst, the worst laying carpet is. But that has everything to do with me being lazy and has nothing to do with know how. Let me tell you, stretching carpet ain't hard. <laughs> yeah, but you need all the equipment. You need that thing that they use, and which you can easily rent from a variety of different places, which I have done before when I stretched carpet after a flood in my basement. And it wasn't intellectually difficult. It was very labor difficult. Okay, so let me ask our listeners this. But that's I'm not expertise. With you. Is it better to have a professional do it and do it right the first time than to you fiddle-faddling around thinking that you know what you're doing and you really don't and you're going to screw it up somehow and it's never going to be right? I would say that would the answer probably will depend on uh, your tax bracket. I mean, Austin sounds like he knows what he's doing, but but don't you think if uh, if it were uh, he just was uh, heating his house with five hundred dollar bills, he wouldn't have just hired somebody to do that if he could? Oh, that's that's a hundred percent true. Like we did, I told you we did the epoxy floor in the garage, yeah. two and a half days of work, and all my neighbors are like, oh, and I told them what it took, and they're like, oh, that doesn't sound so bad. I was like, no, yeah, save right. up and hire someone to right. do this. It's labor intensive. But you could figure it out how to do it. Oh sure, yeah. Okay, so uh, let me ask you this: if 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 Naz decided that she wanted the entire inside of the house painted, would you take that on yourself? If she decided that it was financially uh, necessary for us to do that, yeah, because I can would, paint. Would, I can paint would. rooms. I'm, I've done that. I've, Bunch in my lifetime. I, mean, I did. It's I, not paint, hard. I painted houses uh, for you know over when I was younger. It's just it takes you forever, and it's very labor intensive. Yeah. Okay. I, I think. Uh, but I couldn't pull it's the. To just turn to the profession. I could not pull the. Well, I just wouldn't know how to do it. Card because yes, I would know how to do it. You would know how to do it, but could you do it well? Or would your house look like somebody finger painted it? I could do it well enough. I'm not sure about that, actually. See, you're falling. Because no, you got all those, you got all those angles, and you got the door jams, and you got the molding, and you got all that to worry. There about. is literally not a house in, or a room in my house that I have not painted at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I hope my wife's not listening right now. <laughs> it's it's just you have to get everything out of there and put down the thing and tape it all. Oh, taping's worse than painting. 
Yeah. Well, I know. I know. Uh, Believe me. See, you know, I, know. I did that for three summers when I was in high school. I, I did that. We had our own company. And uh, it was a lot of work. So all you handymen and handy women out there who do that, do those things, I stand in awe of your ability to do it. But gone are, is the excuse, well, I just didn't just don't have the know-how. You just can't use that anymore, buddy. I'm sorry. But plus, you know, time, time. I, I don't have time. Okay, that's still relevant. There you go. Hacking out a column. Busy. We have a very famous promo that talks about that yeah. very thing. But uh, I'll readily admit, when it comes to carpet, man, I will save for as long as I have to to never stretch carpet again. If you're <laughs> Jake, out Jake was thinking, well... If if Naz wants new carpet, then I'm going to have to sit down and and knit me some uh, a wool carpet. Honestly, know, if she twenty ha- yard, or twenty feet by twenty feet, if she asked me to paint the house, I'd do it. If she asked me to stretch carpet, I that might be a deal breaker in the relationship. <laughs> wow, okay, <laughs> that might be it. Be like uh, we've come a long way, but there's just you know the lines. And see, to those folks out there that stretch carpet for a living, God bless you, because you are doing the Lord's work out there. Here's the thing, though, you know, if like Austin has set a precedent, you know, like I was a professional painter when I was younger, as I said, and so what did my dad do? My dad decided it'd be a good idea to have me paint the outside of our house, and I think he was testing me, but. So I, I, and I couldn't say, oh, no, I can't do that because he knew I could do it. And so I ended up doing it. I hated doing it, but I did it on that steep roof and all that stuff. So Austin will never be able to use that excuse ever again because he's already proved how handy he is around the house. Although I did find out. I think if you complain enough while doing the project <laughs> that the next time... The others in the house would be like, ah, let's hire someone else here. See, your your strategy with dishes, it just only, it, <laughs> I don't know how long it, it can actually work. The, well, I just screw up putting them away, so I'll let you do it because I just do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. Austin, are you good with cars, too? Do you no, know? no, no, no. Just on uh, Saturdays from 10 to noon. See, this, this is, yeah, uh, this is the problem is that my dad could do anything. He could do anything, and he liked doing stuff. So he, but I know an awful lot of people of my generation whose fathers were like that, and we are hapless. We are hapless. I remember talking to my father-in-law, and I said, "How how do you know how to do all these things?" He says, "You learn bit by bit." <laughs> no, you know. Well, you could have. <laughs> okay. Anyway. You know, there are some Could you deep, not have? Could we? Some, I, I'm in the same boat with you, buddy. I'm not very handy. I could have learned. I'm not playing it off on being the son of an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you fit into the same category. I 100% do. But speaking of uh, renovations, apparently some teams around the NBA have been trying to Good do that. transition, Gordon. You nailed it. Let's get into the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Chris Mannix. If you're the Jazz, do you just tweak this thing or do you look for some sort of major deal to make? I think tweaking is enough. You know, I don't consider re-signing Mike Conley tweaking. That's fundamental. He has to come back or else this thing is going to take a massive step back. But there's really not a lot of glaring weaknesses to this Jazz team. Mitchell can take over games. The Clippers are a bad matchup for Gobert. That's something they have to fix if they do want to face the Clippers down the line. But Rudy Gobert is still a dominant center. He just needed to nibble around the fringes a little bit, find more depth at key positions, and roll with it. This season was disappointing the way it ended for Utah, but it doesn't say this team is fundamentally flawed. It says they just need to make some minor moves and make sure you bring back Mike Conley. All right, let's let's talk broad NBA offseason, Gordon, because there's a couple things with the Jazz that I think we agree on. Uh, feel free to correct me if I, okay. I get any of this wrong, but I think you and I both throw the Jazz offseason into the tinkering category you heard yeah. Chris, Chris talking about there, and I think we both think that they are better than they were last year. By how much is debatable, I don't, I don't think either one of us thinks it's a huge, you know, they're automatically the favorite in the NBA now, but think that they're a better squad than they were last year. Is that fair? Exactly. Um, 
the rest of the NBA, I honestly don't think the offseason could have broken any better for the Jazz in the Western Conference, looking around the conference as a whole. And we can move to the East because it's a little bit of a different story in the East. But, but in the Western Conference, let's start here. Is there a team that was a playoff team or a good team, however you want to categorize it last year, in the Western Conference that got better? Hmm. Let's start. Let's start off with the obvious one. You think the Lakers are better this year than they were? A last lot year. of people seem to, but I'm not as convinced of it as others. I mean, I think there are times when Russell Westbrook has caused certain teams a lot of trouble, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm not sure that I'm buying in on that. I a lot of people have said there's only one basketball, so how are you going to work that with? Uh, uh, LeBron, who is an unselfish player, but uh, you need him to be somewhat dominant at times. AD is a terrific player. You want him taking shots. Do you want Russell Westbrook doing the Westbrook thing? Not really. So at very least, I think the Lakers are, I think they're the same as they were last year with all the roster turnover. You know, I'm not buying Carmelo Anthony is going to be the difference maker for a for a title for them. If one thing, they just swapped one surrounding cast for another. I don't know if I don't think Westbrook solves the issues that the Lakers had last year. We'll see what happens if AD and LeBron get through the season healthy because that remains the key for them. I don't think Westbrook uh, puts them over the top. I'm with you, Gordon. If they are better, it's not by a ton, and it's certainly arguable, right? Yes. Let's let's uh, talk a little bit about the rest of it. But the you way. know what's going to happen. P- people are going to say, "Oh, watch out for the Lakers." Yeah. Well, yes, uh, we know that's coming. I mean, PK himself will will get that message out loud and clear. But I don't know. They're, they're certainly a, a title contender, right? I mean, the yes. same as they were last year. Well, so, anytime you have those two players, I mean, you're you're a bit of a problem for everybody. Fine, as I'll, long as they're healthy, I'll buy into that argument. But I don't know if they're a whole lot better than they were last year. Other Western Conference contenders, I don't think De- Denver certainly is no better than they were last year. In fact, they're going to be stuck waiting on Jamal Murray uh, to get back and healthy. So we'll see how long that takes. But they didn't make some magical move to all of a sudden make them better. They made that move of the trade deadline with Aaron Gordon, and that was somewhat impactful at best, but I don't think they got better this offseason. Um, they will get better just by being healthy. Like Right. When that happens. Yeah. Uh, Portland has done a whole lot of nothing. I don't consider the poor, and, and neither does Damian Lillard. Well, Doesn't really consider, consider them true contenders. Well, I don't know what, what Damian Lillard thinks. He's He's this is the most uh, what uh, smoke we've seen out of his camp ever, but he still <laughs> is staying with the Blazers. That's what he said at the Olympics, so isn't forcing a trade. But I honestly thought that they would move C.J. McCollum and just try to reshuffle the deck uh, in if in desperation, if nothing else. Well, but, that's because but, they have redundancy in positions that are at least some redundancy. It's It's a tricky thing because... You need redundancy at times, you know? I mean, that, that that's not necessarily a bad thing to have, but when you have holes elsewhere, it can be a bit of a problem. Well, here's the argument to, to Flip McCollum, if if nothing else in my opinion. Actually, two. One, he has value. You can, you can get value in return for him because he's an upper echelon NBA player. It may not be an all-star per se or an all-NBA player, but he's still really good. Yeah. So you can get you can get value for him. If I'm Portland, I need somebody who's going to play defense because Damian Lillard's not. And I don't think Which CJ I don't Mc- understand, really. But. I, I don't think C.J. McCollum is, is really that guy. So I might try to reshuffle the deck. Portland did not. They're, they're running it back, I guess. So I don't know about that. You know, Dallas's big offseason move was retaining uh, Luca, but Porzingis doesn't fit with Luca, and he they could flip him. They haven't done anything with him. They missed on Kyle Lowry. They missed on Mike Conley. Right. They haven't gotten any better. Don't think so. And I don't think that giving the ball to uh, one player and allowing that player to dominate a game is really that effective these days. Not with the talent that's around the league, and uh, Luke is a heck of a player. But when the when the opposing team knows he's got the ball in his hands all the time, I, I think there are ways to to get around that. 
I'll acknowledge that playing that way is going to work when I see it. Even the great Michael Jordan, even LeBron, uh, they didn't do it all themselves. Right. And, Good point. And have 100% of the offense running through them 100% of the time. It did not work with James Harden. If it works with Luka, I guess I'll I'll eat my words. I mean, Austin and I were talking before the show, Damian Lillard uh, plays a little bit that way. And I don't know, you know, maybe he adjusts his playing style if they get a new, a different type of player in there. But I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i with you. I don't know if that's going to work. I'll believe that when I see it. Mm-hmm. But certainly I don't think Porzingis is a good match for him. And Porzingis is already complaining about it. So they they haven't done anything about that. True. I almost get the feeling that Doncic doesn't – he looks at Porzingis and just says uh, – I mean, he may not say this, but the body language is like, hey, you're not a whole lot of use to me. Well, maybe it is a respect thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it's uh, – Luca knows <laughs> what Chris Stapps is capable of and isn't satisfied with that, or, or their games aren't a fit or whatever nice bow you want to tie around it. But they haven't done anything about that problem. So Think, think about how good Doncic would be if he had another star alongside but him. But would he if, would he give him the ball? Or well, would it be I, like I, a James Harden-Russell Westbrook thing or a James yeah, Harden-Chris Paul thing? I don't know the answer to that question. I would think that he's pretty smart and he understands that it would be nice for him to have some help. And not just selective help when he feels like giving up the ball. Ah, there is the there is the the crux of the argument yeah. right there, right? Because of Porzingis's complaint, in a sense, is is that I'm just standing here picking my nose. I I'll, I'll tell you a team that I think did improve, but they're not in the West. Well, should we get to the East coming up next? Because yeah. the East might be a little bit of a different story, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Okay. But in the West, which directly impacts the Jazz. I don't think anybody really got better. No, and that's why the Jazz, like you were talking about, the Jazz um, holding the ground that they've already won and then maybe gaining a little more ground is a smart move. I mean, there have been years when you look around the conference and you think, oh, wow, that team really got better. What are the Jazz going to do with that? Yeah. Or you look at another team and say, oh, I don't know how that, you know, when the Suns got Chris Paul, you think, Okay, uh, what can the Jazz do to get better? And this is a year where I, I, I see mostly status quo. I know the Rus- Russell Westbrook thing was a big deal, and we'll see how it goes. But I think the Jazz edged in a positive direction as much as anybody, and probably more. Real quick, and then we'll jump out to our friend Andrew, but real quick, you mentioned Phoenix. Uh, they didn't get any better either. And maybe they're still good. I mean, they went to the finals, but they, they didn't get, get any better. They can get better organically. Yeah, but okay. And then the Clippers. They didn't do anything either, and Kawhi's going to likely miss most, if not all, of next year. So, I mean, for those who argued that last year was the Jazz' only chance because the door was wide open or whatever, um, I think it's still going to be wide open. Oh, and Golden State. Everybody's talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, and Golden Clay, State definitely. And Clay yeah. Thompson comes back, yes. makes them better. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I would call them the favorite in the West. I'd, I'd say they're probably still, until they prove otherwise, you know, middle-of-the-road playoff team. Uh, I think they're better than that. I think Why? They, I, didn't, they didn't solve the Wiggins problem? No, but they're, they're I mean, having Clay Thompson fully healthy, if he is, alongside Steph, uh, hey, I... Were they one player away last year? They still have Draymond, Were right? they one I mean, player away last year? They weren't. They were more than that. Uh, yeah, I suppose. They they played pretty well down the stretch. What did they finish? I don't know. I forgot. Rank what in the West? The Warriors. Weren't they? Ninth? Tenth? Like anyway. Clay Thompson, he's, he's a difference But were they one opinion. player away last year? They were nine. Tough to say. But, but I don't I, think I, they go from nine to one. When, just the, ja- when, the, Clay when the Jazz back. play the Warriors this next season, those games will be extremely dangerous. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, of course, our friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic. He is Andrew Reinhardt with us here on The Big Show. What's going on, Andrew? How are you? How you doing today, guys? Hey, man, we're, uh, we're great. Just talking off-season basketball, one of our favorite convos, you know. 
And we don't lead into you with anything uh, too awkward and weird, which is always uh, a plus <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's, uh, let's help our listeners out. Andrew might be uh, struggling in the bedroom. Yes, uh, we are helping a lot of guys out with wave therapy struggling with ED. Uh, I wanted to share with you a, a recent clinical study that actually gave men with erectile dysfunction uh, what's called a sham treatment, basically fake technology, kind of a placebo. Then they gave them the treatment with our technology, the acoustic wave, and gauged results with x-rays and showed more blood vessels with our technology, increased blood flow. Really cool. That backs up, of course, the 40 other studies that we have showing this treats the root cause of erectile dysfunction. It improves blood flow, and so many guys are finding relief and getting off of the pill. And that is got to be a relief, right? Because uh, people have been putting up with side effects from the pill for a long, long time. Oh, they have. And there are no side effects with our technology at Wasatch Medical. Guys come in on their lunch break. They leave feeling totally normal, no recovery time. And just think of this. Two to three weeks from now, you're done with our treatments. What might happen, not just to the relationship, but overall uh, happiness, <laughs> sense of well-being, if ED were no longer an issue just two to three weeks from today. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call. Get on the schedule. Come in, see the doctor for free, and usually you take extra special care of our listeners. We believe in delivering a lot of value. And guys, every day, by the way, come in and just take the free. That is totally okay with us. We do the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound with our MD for free. You get the uh, gift, very popular, produces powerful results in the bedroom. And if you feel like you have the need, blood work and testosterone are free to our patients as well. Uh, a ton of value today. Give us a call. It's no charge. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. There you go. Give them a call today. More Big Show coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Robbie Bosco joins us now. Zach Wilson, a guy you know very well and have seen play. Those high picks, they don't sit anymore. What do you think he's facing with the Jets? Zach is going to be an exceptional NFL quarterback. I mean, he's really, really good. All right, before we let you go, Robbie, because I've known you a long time and I like you, if you want to <laughs> walk back that exceptional comment, I'm going to let you do it. You know how no. the media is. You no. feed us exceptional. How are we not going to replay that a million times? Because that was an exceptional comment. That's <laughs> Why? Don't walk it back. Up your game. I'm going rookie of the year, Bosco. I'm up in it. That's where I'm at. Look at it. He could be. Doc's a very studious guy and knows what he's doing, so I think he's going to be okay. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. All right, college football updates as camp is underway down at BYU. Of course, the offense always a big story with Cougars. Kalani Sitake assesses his offense thus far. I feel good with, with the offense. I feel good with the progress that they're making, that they're making their day to day. And obviously, um, you know, we're taking advantage of all the time we have on the field. But been pleased with the way the coaches are working with the players and the leadership that I'm seeing from the team. So okay, I think they're doing doing exactly what we, we expect them to do right now. Keep it locked right here to the zone for bottom of the hour Cougar updates every single hour. We'll do the Utes coming up at the top. This update brought to you by our friends at Davis Vision. Their summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today 801-253-3080. Davis Vision. show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson presented by Big O Tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available Big O Tires the team you trust all right it's a total request Tuesday 
Brought to you by our friends at Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. Today's theme, give us your songs about things getting better or making things better. Is this your selection, Austin? Uh, yeah, this is The Offspring's Fix You. Nice. Okay. All right, I'm going to have to think about this one. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love the song I Can See Clearly Now, which feels to me like, you know, things getting better, but... You mean with all the smoke in the air? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. I'm talking about that <laughs> song signifies in my mind things like, hey, it's better. You can see the rain is gone. It's all right. That works. Yeah. yeah. But but that seems too obvious. I feel like it could do better. What's the song, Things Are Getting Better All the Time? Yeah, yeah. That's a good well, one. Well, that's a Beatles song. But it's done better by other people. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, that was so fun wearing my Beatles shirt yesterday. I might oh, make God. that a regular. I kind of like my... Austin does, you know, with some of his shirts. I enjoyed wearing my Stones shirt. In fact, will you let me know when you wear your Beatles shirt? And I'll roll in with my Rolling Stones shirt. <laughs> Can you imagine me calling them, Jake, Jake, what are you wearing? we got to plan it out. I, I, hey, we're, we're co-hosts. <laughs> that was kind of funny, though, how that happened completely on accident yeah. yesterday. That by was accident. Yeah. On, by on accident. purpose, yes. by accident. Thank you. They're, uh, they're grammar, Gary. <laughs> uh, you, wanna, you got an update for yes. us. As we were talking about fixing things up, and I don't know if it's a generational thing because I, my dad and my friends growing up, all their dads could fix just about anything and uh, the greatest generation and all, whatever. Uh, but none of us really can fix anything. And you said you do know of somebody who was of that generation, that earlier generation, who wasn't handy at all. My grandfather on my mother's side was not handy at all. And he was, you know. He fought under Patton in North Africa, <laughs> and he spent uh, a large part of the war in Burma, uh, part so, of Merrill's oh, Marauders. Really? So there's no no questioning the man's toughness. Well, he wasn't building building the Burma but Road or no. anything, or building you know fixing tanks. No, he was uh, struggling with malaria while trying to uh, fight back the oh, Japanese. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh man. But anyway. not a fix it guy. Not not, not at all. Guy. Not at all. Well, but okay. my grandpa guess- on the other side was uh, an engineer in the Army Corps of Engineers. He grew up on a farm, <laughs> and he ended up being an engineer for NASA, and he could do everything. And my dad ended up being an engineer who could also do everything. So I don't know if I'm buying into your theory mm. wholly here. All right. Well, as we were talking about painting houses, and I painted houses as a kid in high school, and one of my friends, who I, one of my best friends who I grew up painting houses with, he texted me. And we were talking about fixing things, and he, he, he passes along this. He says, true story, when he lived in New York State, I installed a garage door opener myself. It took six hours. I told my colleague at work about it, and she literally laughed in my face, saying the guy from Sears installed hers, and it took him 45 minutes. <laughs> See, that's the problem. It, it reaches the point of, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it really going to? Well, if you have the dough to pay Sears, probably not. I've installed two garage door openers in my day, Gordon. And let me tell you, to believe that it got done in 45 minutes, you'd really have to be a pro. I'm more on your buddy's side. It took me closer to six hours. Okay. I grew up with, with four really, uh, really close friends. Chuck, who just sent that story in. Uh, uh, Roy, who we called Rose, uh, Greg, who we called Hurler, and Kelly. And I'm telling you right now, all of them, extremely, extremely intelligent people. I mean, they were all successful businessmen and lawyers and uh, and uh, uh, psychologists. And, but, and but those guys are a bunch of dummies. They can't fix anything. Yeah, but don't blame that on the previous generation. That's on them. <laughs> Like, I'm more than willing to accept that it's on me that I'm not very handy because I could have learned. I'm not going to blame my dad. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. All of us wanted to go out and play sports and stuff. And my dad, for a bonding experience, because he just loved doing that stuff. Again, it was in the air. It was part of the upbringing. It was just. And so he would say, hey, come on, let's go fix the engine in the car. And I'd say, "Okay," And I'd go out there. And what would I do? He would do all the fixing. I would hold the flashlight. He should have been taking notes. Well, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it was wasn't my fault. It was my fault. Well, it but, certainly is. But, mine, but, but I, I mean, these are intelligent guys who I grew up with. 
And none of them could do anything, I bet. All right, let's pay off another tease, shall we? All right. There's an Eastern Conference team that you like their offseason. Well, Miami. Uh, I think Miami is better, don't you? So, I really like them locking up Jimmy Butler long-term because I think he's going to be a pretty good player for a while. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. What do you think? How much does Kyle Lowry have in the tank? Because I I don't think it – I'm not equating it to the Suns' Chris Paul move. He's good, though. I think he's good. Is he still good? How old is Kyle now? 30 – oh, man, it was a big topic conversation. I think he's 35. Three-year deal, $90 million. Man, Mike Conley comes cheap compared to that. Right. Exactly. Cheaper. He's 35. So, so I mean, how impactful of a move? I mean, and maybe it is. I, I, I thought Miami underachieved last year. I thought that they were better than they showed. So is this the move that puts them back in the Eastern Conference title contention? I just don't know. Mike or uh, Kyle Lowry two years ago. But how much of Toronto falling off the map had to do with Kyle Lowry getting old? And how much of it had to do with them being under-talented? Because the, the year number one after Kawhi, Kawhi left, you'll remember they were still pretty good. Last year, not so much. Yeah. Well, you bring up a point here that is, is what makes this so fascinating. One, what's left in the tank? Two, how will it fit together in a new environment? I mean, the Heat, they, they paid Duncan Robinson all that money? You know, what was it, five years? Like this, I think his was $90 million too, wasn't it? Uh, something like that. The highest uh, contract for an undrafted player ever, which is pretty cool. And they bring in P.J. Tucker? I Well, I like him as a role player, certainly. Um, the thing with Kyle Lowry, I bet he fits in in the locker room fine because he seems like he's been that type of player throughout his career. Uh-huh. Savvy basketball player, so on the floor, I would guess he, he fits in fine too. But the problem is, is how well can he fit in, right? I mean, if he's somebody who can't guard anybody and has lost a step offensively and it can't be the player that he's been, yeah. it doesn't matter how seamless the transition has been. He's just not capable of doing it, which we've seen. But last year, just last year with Chris Paul, he was fine. So I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a delicate question because players are different, right? Okay, I got another one for you. Okay. The Chicago Bulls. Did you like what – I mean, what do you think of Lonzo Ball? Mm, I, I mean, I think he's an NBA player. <laughs> Matching up Does with Zach Levine in the backcourt, and then you add Vucevic? So I like Vucevic. Uh, Zach Levine, I, I'm not as high on as others. Lonzo Ball isn't really doing that for me. I don't, I don't know. What do they do with Lori Markkinen? That's a good question. So do they flip him for something because he's got value? He obviously doesn't want to play there anymore. I see, But he's I, a restricted free agent. See, I think he's good. But I haven't watched him on the reg. But the, when I have seen him, I, I think he's a guy who could help you win. He was okay last year. He'd been underwhelming years previous. He shot. He finally shot 40% from three last year, which is a nice number. But he's a complete defensive minus. So, is he making enough shots to make him worth playing? <laughs> I don't know. Because you're not getting that from Vucevic. I mean, they strike me as a team that lacks some toughness and some defense. But Lonzo plays defense. I mean, I, I don't want to sell him short there. His his shortcomings come in other areas that I don't know if he can fix. He's worked on them, though. Ben Simmons hasn't worked on his shot. At least Lonzo has. Have you noticed how... Dad is kind of, as far as I know, he's sort of quieted down as his some of his sons have gotten better. Well, I think son number two not being as good took a little luster off his claims. Maybe that was part of it. Uh, and his shoe brand failed. Does he still have a uh, reality show? I mean, he was all about marketing. That's what yeah. people. He was. He wanted to parlay the, you know, the boys' basketball talents into as much dough as he could. And I don't think it's quite gone how he. Envisioned. Well, it's. Well, I, re- I remember having conversations with you saying, would you draft or would you acquire one of the ball boys? You know? And it was, a, it, was, it was a sincere question. Well, at the time, my answer was no, but things have changed a little bit. Certainly, the. I want to make sure it's, it's LiAngelo who's in Charlotte, right? I mean, he, he looks like a promising player. Um, no, LaMelo's in Charlotte. LiAngelo's uh, uh, ball number two. Um, so, 
Who knows? I mean, Charlotte's certainly not regretting drafting him because of yeah. old man ball. I still think that that old man ball was a genius. <laughs> I do. I think he was a genius. He got his son picked number two in the draft to the only market that he wanted to go to and didn't even work out for other teams. Just said, this is where we're going. And was he the second best player in that draft? Not even close. <laughs> and do you think it was because of uh, what's in Lavar? Yeah, that's the old man. Old man Ball? Are you kidding me? That how can the it, only reason anybody can, knew it was Kid was? How can NBA executives fall for that crap? It wasn't just because it was any Magic Johnson, an NBA executive. <laughs> it was Buck. <laughs> okay. Well, and I mean, if you want to talk about it, why NBA executives would get duped into something like that? Because it's worked for the Lakers before. Kobe Bryant essentially did the exact same thing. Yes, he did. And it worked out quite well. Well, I mean, he was a heck of a and player. <laughs> the brilliant part, well, the brilliant part of that was is the Lakers were nowhere near able to draft Kobe Bryant but yeah. because of the I'm only going to go play in L.A. He fell to the teens, I believe, to Charlotte. It could have been 12. Was it 13? He follows to Charlotte at 13, and they flip him for Vladi Divox because they found somebody who wanted Vladi Divox and said, okay, draft this guy for us. So Kobe did the same thing, and it worked out really, really well for the Lakers. So I, I don't figured know if, that Kobe didn't smoke three packs a day, so it'd probably be a good. Thing. Hey, Vladi was a good player when that happened. Vladi was a good player well after that. That was before the Sacramento times. All right. You don't think Vladi Divox was a good basketball? Oh, no, he was good. He was good in a limited sort of way. He was a starting center for over a decade. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez, I'd hate to. What's good? <laughs> he was all right. He was all right. He's all right. I'll leave it at that. Let me ask can we wrap this up, this discussion up with okay. this question to uh-huh. our listeners? Are you more excited about seeing what the Utah Jazz can do in the 21 22 season than you were before the 2021 season? Well, that, I because think, there was a lot of excitement around what the Jazz might do this last year, and uh, and uh, during the regular season, I mean, it looked pretty darn good. Is this year, in your mind, as a Jazz fan, looking even better? Well, I think there's a simple answer to that question. In the well, the answer is yes, because nobody had any idea they were going to finish with the best record in the league last year. Nobody would have But there was still that. quite a bit of excitement they, they around the team. They were excited to see, but there weren't any major changes before last year really either. But okay, but are you are you including the fact that the Jazz were so disappointed about what happened in the postseason? So I, I think there are some Jazz fans out there going, Oh, what's the use? No matter how good they are in the regular season, they're not gonna get it done in the postseason. And that may play a factor in answering the question that I just asked. I I think they're better. I, I just don't know whether fans are as hyped up. Well, they lost to the Nuggets in a, in a pretty brutal fashion before last year, too. Yeah, and remember, they lost three straight, and the Jazz player said that will never happen again. And it didn't happen in the first round, but it was even worse in the second. Now, there was all kinds of circumstances to deal with, namely health. But well, I would the say- Jazz had the misfortune of getting hurt right at the most important time of the season. And, you know, the, the Lakers suffered in a similar fashion, and other, other teams did as well. But anyway, just something to think about. If, if, if our listeners could answer that question, I'd be, I'd be interested in finding out where Jazz fans are with this team looking at it now. All right, coming up right around the corner, well, actually, at the top of the 3 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to a New York Post Jets beat writer Brian Costello. We'll talk to him about how Zach Wilson's doing. Uh, Bowler's going to be here live in studio at 5. We're going to see Bowler in person. God, it's always a good day when you get to see Craig Bowler, Jack. Okay. Um, and Hans is going to be sandwiched in the middle there at 4. Hans Olsen going to jump on the show. We'll talk to him how a camp is going at Utah and BYU. Stay tuned. More next. Uh, we've got to, oh, but first, of course, we've got to remind you, speaking of Hans, 
Uh, listen to Hans and Scotty G. The top 60 and 60 is here. Listen every day at 1.30. Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as the countdown to the start of the college football season. It's the top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only on the Zone Sports Network. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah is voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the top 60 and 60 weekdays at 1.30 presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON on your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, camp updates uh, twice an hour, once for BYU, once for Utah here on The Zone Sports Network. Of course, the quarterback battle up on the hill uh, continues to be a big-time story. Kyle Whittingham talks about his quarterbacks. It should help him a bunch, but Charlie Brewer has really, ever since he set foot on campus, has been studying nonstop. And so I would assume that that gap is closed. It appears to be closed and, and almost even as far as command of the offense. Of course, we will keep you up to date on the latest right here on the Zone Sports Network as camp continues on. This update brought to you by friends at Davis Vision. They love teachers. If you are a teacher who needs LASIK, Davis Vision wants to give back. Schedule a free consultation appointment and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call today, 801-253-3080 or go to davisvisionmd.com. is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Alright, this one goes out to Tim Lacombe on a total request Tuesday. Songs about things getting better, or making things better? Let us know. At Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. Austin probably the most important there considering he's the one who's selecting the uh, tunes so at austin horton if you have a request shout out to our guy tim lacombe what a stud he is he is no doubt about that i uh, i got good news for you the hawaii bowl has found a new title sponsor <laughs> okay that's random well we were talking college football i thought uh, sure. e- easy post it will now be the easy post Hawaii Bowl. Now, haven't they? Where are they going to play that bowl at? Because didn't they demolish the stadium? Well, they condemned it. I don't know if they've demolished it yet. What is the name of this bowl? The 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 Easy Post Hawaii. What bowl. is Easy Post? Easy Post is shipping, isn't it? Oh, uh, I thought it was like fence post done easy. Oh wait, what is it here? About Easy Post, the plat the platform behind billions of packages. Easy Post, reliable. And flexible shipping API empowers e-commerce businesses across the globe to ship with ease. Yeah, sure, sure. Glad we gave them the ad. I mean, that's exactly what they're looking for. Sponsoring the bowl. They're paying all that money, but but where are they going to play it? That's the the most important question. They're playing it at the Clarence T. C. Ching Athletics Complex on the University of Hawaii at Manoa campus. So a so park. some intramural field, yeah, a park. <laughs> if you get the football over the soccer posts, it's a field goal. <laughs> I wondered about. I mean, that's I guess where Hawaii's got to play too, right? I wondered about when they condemned the stadium last year. What what the options were going to be? I was sad when I heard about that. Is this tree out of bounds or is that tree out of bounds? No, it's the sweatshirt on the ground. Oh, the over sweatshirt! There. I got you. I know nothing about the University of Hawaii at Manoa. I didn't even know they had a campus there. I'm assuming it's in Manoa. So we do know something about it. 
Anyway. And and it's it's a state university. That's number two. And apparently it has a hundred yard football field. And it has some place like a, at least open grass of some sort. <laughs> it's actually twenty nine uh, inch yards on right. that field. Yeah, but they'll make do. Do you think it's like bordered by the Pacific? <laughs> it's one of those where you get to the fifty and have to turn around <laughs> and go back the other way. <laughs> watch out! For, don't fall in. Watch out for the sharks. All right. Well, there you go. The something something Hawaii Bowl going to be played at some park. Easy post. All right. <laughs> Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. Uh, and listen, if you've been struggling with your love life out there, don't do it. There's a better option for you, and that's what Andrew's here to talk about. What's going on, buddy? Hey, that's right, guys. Uh, there is a better option. So many guys, you could be out there listening. You're in your 20s and feeling like things are not as good as they should be in the bedroom. You're more normal than you think. Uh, you may be out there listening. Maybe you're in your 90s and thinking that phase of life is over. Uh, neither are true, in my opinion. We've seen all of that, everything in between. Guys struggling with erectile dysfunction when they feel like they shouldn't be. And uh, it's so common. Our wave therapy at Wasatch Medical, this is the only form backed by 45 studies, including Cambridge. It opens up and regrows blood vessels. And these clinicals, I mean, it seems like month after month, there's more of them coming out. One called this the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. We're bypassing the pills and the injections. We're treating the root cause. And you'll be amazed what can happen uh, in the bedroom and also just to life and happiness and the relationship when we get your blood flowing properly. What an amazing concept, treating the problem, not the symptom. That's right. And uh, it seems like in America, we throw pills at things a lot. Band-Aid, Band-Aid, instant fix. Uh, but they come with side effects. They come with downsides. And guys learn about those really quickly. The headaches, the blurred vision. They're taking more and more of the pill. And I don't meet very many guys that have taken the pill for many years where it's still working. It's pretty rare, and it usually loses its effectiveness. Whereas our treatment You'll probably need a few 10-minute sessions over two to three weeks, and that is it. You'd be done. 801-901-8000. Ditch those pills. Come in. Find out if it's a good fit with the doctor, right, Andrew? And you always do a lot for free. There is a lot for free. If you're struggling with ED, you can always come take the free and decide later about treatments if you'd like. Uh, the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound with our doctor, no charge. Uh, you get the gift that produces powerful results in the bedroom. Guys constantly tell us how great that is, by the way. And if you feel like you're a little empty in the tank, blood work and testosterone for our patients is free as well. Uh, so a lot of value today. Give us a call. It's all free. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, we're going to talk a little New York Jets football. Coming up next with New York Post Jets beat writer Brian Costello. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.